give you praise. We give you thanks. We bless your name above all others. Greatly to be praised are you, oh God. I pray for the courage to receive the calling of heaven upon this people. I pray that their hearts would see and hear and understand. And I bless you for every divine turnaround that you have ordained for this time in Jesus' name. All the people said amen. Clap your hands one more time unto him. My God. You may be seated as we continue right where we left off. When God wants to turn things around, when the Lord wants to bring about his will, when the will of God manifests, it always manifests because he has turned something around. He's reversed something. Actually, you were demonstrating the message today when you were in circles praying for someone. The act of singling out a person. For the sake of God's will, for his will, for his kingdom to come and manifest. Now when you do so, you, you actually fulfill a very specific ministry that God has given to every person in the body of Christ. I want to be clear about it today because I, want, I don't want you to miss your assignment. I don't want you to misunderstand your purpose. And I don't want you to walk away from your calling. It's demonstrated in, in Esther's story because she uh, her, her culture dictates her, her genes, you know. She was a Jew. But she wasn't in an environment that was conducive and good for Jews. In fact, God sees to it that he makes her aware. God makes her truly woke. by the crises that is risen in her, in her nation, that is the nation where she resided, she being a Jew lived in amongst a people, multicultures actually, that hated Jews. But like you and like me, our birth, our upbringing is, is, is for a reason. Many of you, maybe you haven't caught it. 
You may know it and been running from it. But I promise you God allowed you to be here. You're not here on your own accord. You're not here because you're good, or good looking, or smart, or rich. You're not here about on your own power. The God of the universe, the creator of heaven and earth, does nothing without purpose. So when he brings you together in the, in the heart of your, your mom and your dad, your, the male and the female, let's be clear about it, that came together to bring you, because every living person comes through the legs of a woman. That's why we don't have a problem defining what a woman is. You're here not by accident. You're here on God's purpose. In times before, you may have never discovered it. You may have never understood it. You may have spent all your time trying to get it. The truth is, God does not lie about this, and God does not allow you to be without attaching purpose to your life. No different for Esther, who is our prime example today, I believe, of the church, as well as your personal life. We take up, we take up from the point in this narrative where she has won the beauty contest. Not only the beauty contest, she's won everything. She took home the, the grand prize. She was not just chosen because she was beautiful in form and fashion, in form and in face, but she was beautiful because the favor of God was on her. That's something that, 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 that plus that, <laughs> that factor that causes you to win and causes you to be above and beyond causes you to be chosen causes you to succeed favor that thing that causes men and women to like you want to be around you she had that thing and she won she, hands down because when the king saw her he saw beyond her form and her face In fact, the Bible makes it clear, the king loved her. Now, excuse me, my friends, but a king in these days, in that culture, could have any woman he wanted. So if he loved you, ooh, it was beyond physical. And so she had the love of the king. But if you've been reading the story, and I trust you have, and if you haven't seen the movie, one Night with the King is one of the, one of the better ones. There were several that were actually made. That's one of the better ones. It, yes, Hollywood did, did take some license to, um, <laughs> you know, to grand, to, to um, what's the word, embellish it. But, but, but it, it, it's pretty, it's pretty, clear, it's pretty much according to scripture. Some of you related to the character Mordecai, who is her uncle, we will call him uncle, surrogate father, who's, who's, who's not only raising her, but, and, and God help us to understand, this is something broken in our culture, that when, once you're an adult, usually there is a break away from parents, many times long before you physically left. 
You don't listen to parents. Our culture's become rotten to the core when it believes that if, you, if, if you're old, you have nothing to add, nothing to say. Strike out, be your own man, your own woman. Do your own thing. Regardless of what your parents, your uneducated parents say. But Mordecai, who's not even her fleshly father, who is indeed a father to her, she's, she's so wise. I'd like to encourage you to do the same. Stay connected to the one of wisdom. The Bible says daily he's walking back and forth trying to, trying to get a report what's going on because she wasn't in there, but now she's in there. Now she's not just in there. She is at the top. She, she can't go any higher. And the news has come because some of you related to Haman who hates, by the way, I'm sorry. Tap your neighbor and say, I'm sorry. Haters come with the, they come with the program. They just, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I wish I could give you a life without haters, but I'm sorry, you can't have it. And by the way, if you happen to have a life and nobody hates you, you really are in trouble. Because if nobody hates you, then it might be that God might be against you. If you are for God, if you are his, if you belong to him, you're in this world, she said, but not of it. We're in it. I promise you, you got haters. And if you are doing everything you can do to keep your haters quiet, you got a problem. Even the Apostle Paul said, friendship with the world is enmity or hatred against God. By virtue of who you believe, you now become an enemy. But because you believe that God is the creator of the heavens and the earth, you're an enemy. Because you believe that a man is a man and a woman is a woman, you have haters. Because you believe that a woman has a womb and men cannot have babies, you got haters. Hello, somebody. If you believe that God is the creator of heaven and earth and that he sent his son Jesus, if you believe in Jesus, you got haters. If you believe that he rose from the dead, you got more haters. It's just that you can't live in this world without him. In fact, it's the haters that give definition to your life. It's the haters that define your parameters of your authority. It's your haters that let, let <laughs> it's your haters that let you know how big your assignment is. It's your haters that, it's your haters, Lord help me today. It's your haters that, that give definition to your purpose, your call. All y'all trying to please everybody, you got problems. If you please everybody, you displease God. And here she is. She's not making waves. She keeps her mouth shut like her uncle told her. She doesn't tell everybody about her, her past because they were gleaning women from all over the providence, all over the realm, 127 providences from Ethiopia to India. And, and, and people 
people look like folks. They did not have a problem with mixed marriages like we do. Everybody looked like somebody. They didn't know she was a Jew, so she's now in her place. But I want to tell you this. She's in her place for a reason. And many of you, you've been promoted because of, your, because of a reason. You've had favor because there's a reason. Some of you are standing in positions that you don't deserve according to the, even to the, uh, the requirements of the job. Some of you got promoted. They, they didn't care that you didn't fulfill this and this and this. They liked you. They, they, they saw what was on you. They believed in you. And so they put you there. Raise your hand if you're one of them. I want people to see you. That thing is so real. And if you would identify completely with who you are and your assignment, you must understand that what God did to Esther, he does to you for, the, for a reason. So she is there and we find out, okay, um, Haman has unleashed his wickedness and his, the haters are trying to eliminate those they hate. And Haman has a good plot to do it convinces the king to do it. Mm -hmm. So, I should take you there so I, I will, I'll be more succinct. <laughs> so, so, so Mordecai finds out about what Haman's going to do, about this horrible edict he sent all over the provinces to kill, to massacre to, at will. Can you imagine being in your neighborhood and, uh, and, and, and you have, there's enough of your practice in your lifestyle to distinguish you from the, uh, the others. You ain't burning, you're not, you know, you're not, you know, you don't have no hemp growing in your house. There's, a, there's enough distinction. Are y'all there? When they come in your house, it don't smell like, what's that other word you told me about? That, that, that special kind of weed, they, they label it. It's, it's skunk. Yeah, your house don't smell like skunk. You know, if, 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 if there's enough a difference between you and, and, and them, you know. So, so all the Jews who kept as much as close to the law of God as they could some things they couldn't physically do because they couldn't they didn't have a temple that sacrifice, but their personal lives, the, the law of God was, 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 was demonstrated in the way they lived, the way they ran their household, the way they did their work. Indeed. And the, and, the, and the law's gone out and, and Haman put the nasty word on them saying, these people despise you. Their ways are different than our ways. They're going to be the destruction of this kingdom. They deserve to be massacred. And if, you, if we massacre them, we can take all this stuff. I'm sorry, but I, I, I wish I had a few educated folk here today who understood the... the content of several bills that are now being pushed in Congress to pass and most of them if not all of them are against our faith against our way of life against our children to own our children 
because as a parent, those bills basically say you're too stupid to be a parent. Let us decide what a parent really is. And I'm not exaggerating. We're in a, we're in a similar situation where there are those who are in power that hate our way of life, hate our way of relationship, hate the God that we serve, hate our love for marriage, hate our love for purity. That's why whenever your actions take on the characteristics of the, the counterculture that is against the kingdom of God, whenever you start looking like them and walking like them and acting like them, it's like you're getting on their side. Lord, have mercy on us. The body of Christ right now is under the watchful eye of heaven and judgment is being rendered. Are we going to make it or are we not? Does God have to kill us all and raise up somebody else? Let me tell you how Israel got in the position they got in in the first place. They wouldn't have been in captivity had they obeyed God in the first place. He said stuff like, don't marry those foreign women with their foreign gods. It got so quiet in here. Do not marry them. Do not lay down with them. Do not worship their gods. Don't take them into your lifestyle. Everything God told Israel not to do, she did it. And when she did, she lost. She lost her favor with God. God always loved them, never stopped. He just couldn't demonstrate. He just couldn't demonstrate that because if he would have demonstrated his, 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 his love and kindness and, and generosity and favor over them, living the way they were living and doing what they were doing, it would have advertised the wrong God. God had no advertisement except them. Look at your neighbor and say, you mean your, your God's advertisement? Yep. You mean, you mean, your lifestyle, yeah, your lifestyle, your lifestyle, my life. When I say lifestyle, I mean what happens in your life when nobody's watching? Our lifestyle, how we love, how we labor, Lord have mercy, is a, uh, is telegraphed just trying to figure out how to go faster I think I know how <laughs> so so Esther she's right there she's in the, she's in the midst of them and she they got that, that gen, those generations went into captivity that's why they were there in the first place how they get into captivity they started tasting and doing the stuff that God said don't do that like them because if you do whatever you allow you are enslaved as the Romans said you become enslaved to the very thing you allow the reason why the reason we talk about the stuff we talk about 
not doing. It's not just for prohibition. It's not just that. It's because whatever you take in becomes one with you. You get captured by it. Whatever sin you make allowances for, whatever sin becomes your friend, now you have been caught in that thing, caught in that, tied to that thing, roped to that thing, connected to that thing, and now it controls you. It's not that God doesn't love you. It's just that he let you decide. That's how they got there. That nation got there by playing the fool, playing the harlot. That, that, that nation, the, the Jews went into captivity because they did not turn from their sins. Are you guys, are you there? And because they did these things, and by the way, I, it's, so, it's so incredible because we now have the we have more ways to sin than any other nation. In, in. <laughs> hey, Chris, we got creative with it, man. We get, we get, I mean, we, we just, we, that's amazing to me. The more inventions, the more inventions, the, <laughs> the more inventions, the more ways we can do wrong. Is this crazy? And because they did, an enemy was risen up above them and took them into captivity. Now God never disowned them as his people, but he just couldn't act like he was there. He just couldn't act like they was his people, the way he wanted to act. This is a frightening thing when I think about this thing. You mean to tell me God is going to act toward us the way we allow him to act? Yeah! You mean to tell me that God is the kind of God that will respond to you according to the way you respond to him? If you have been captured by the things you have allowed, you're going to need to come to the only one who can free you from those things. By the way, that's why we have detox. We have detox because... We, we, we want to give you an opportunity to step into your call, into your purpose and assignment, not out of it, not run away from it. The stuff you allow keeps you from it because you won't do what God wants you to do if you are caught by something else you want to do. Everything feels good to you, not good for you. And we live in a culture right now that the highest value, the highest mark of evaluation is of judgment is feelings. I didn't feel confirmed. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Well, I just felt abandoned. I know, but it's worse than that. I don't want to go too bad. They might think I'm one of them. The whole, whole point of what I'm trying to say to you is, my friend, right now the Holy Spirit speaking to the house of God, the church of God, about, about whether or not we are going to be fully his or not. 
Okay, they're in captivity for years now. And they didn't have the power to go back to their original possession. But God is working with them in the midst of their captivity. And it's amazing to me how Esther, she ends up not only in the king's court, she ends up in the king's bed. Dashti. <laughs> well, it was her play. She lost it. She too busy expressing herself. <laughs> she, too, she too busy. She too busy. She too busy being, you know. Uh, <clears throat> well, if he the head, I'm the neck. You know, you go there if you want to. Go, uh, you know, read the book. You know, it kind of tell you where that's gonna go. Oh, by the way, this book isn't one of the great books about marriage relationships. It has, it is a powerful revelations about marriage relationships. So Esther, she's married to the king, but she must operate under protocol. The protocol doesn't change just because the marriage is sealed. Let that be a word to all of you that are married. Marriage has a protocol. You better learn that protocol. Some of, we've lost it completely. How do you know? Because we have, more we have more divorces in the church than we have in the world. We, do, we have lost the understanding of God's protocol for marriage. If you follow it, I promise you, you will not be sorry. You promise, you follow that protocol, it will bless you. You ignore that protocol, it will curse you concerning marriage. So, okay, I gotta hurry. So she is, she figures out, oh no. Mordecai tells her what's going on. You know, you know the story. He tells her, hey, there's a plot to destroy us all. And I need you to go before the king and, and I need you to, I need you to take, I need you to, excuse me, write this down. I need you to spend your favor. Don't keep it. Don't relish in it. I need you to spend it. I need you to use it. Money means nothing until it flows. It's called currency. I need you to spend your favor. And I need you to use what you've got before the king. I need you to, I need you to take what God has given you and putting you in this position, in the tightest, highest position. I need you to use that for the sake of your people. Now it's time to reveal who you are. Some of you have gotten the offices you've gotten and the places you've gotten, and they didn't really, they didn't, they didn't know you were, a, they did not, necessarily know that you are a committed believer, a disciple of Jesus Christ, a citizen of the kingdom of God. They didn't know that. And, and, and it was probably good that you didn't tell them that. Because, you know, some people have said that up front, and I'm ashamed they ever said it. I told a friend of mine the other day, my wife and I, when we needed work done, we got on a hire a heathen program. If somebody told me, well, you know what, uh, you can hire me, I'm a Christian. I, 
Because unfortunately, I've not been ripped off any more than those who claim to be Christians thinking they'd get hired by their title, not their character. She said, honey, first thing, ask him, are you a believer? What's that? Never mind, come on. You can win. <laughs> That's bad, but you know what? We, we got there. Because we ain't going to do it right. So she, she is, uh, she's in that position. Go and tell the king. She said, I can't go see the king. I can't. Look, there's protocol. Protocol said for another 30 days I can't even go in there. I better not show my face in there. If I show my face in there, it is my death. Unless he stretches forth his, his scepter and accepts me. Don't you think, Esther, that you're going to escape? I'm talking to everybody here right now. Right now, all the plot is being built up right now as I speak. They just hired, 80, was it 87,000? Give me the 87,000 87, IRS agents. Then they just did Now that changes. If you, make, if you got $500 in the bank, now they can go check you out to see whether or not. What? Our personal freedoms diminishing. Our personal scrutiny coming in on us. Some of y'all think you can hide and like, act like a heathen. But I promise you it's going to get down to the very fact of whether or not you're going to obey God or not. It's, it's coming there. It's similar in that in this nation, we, we have a, a faction in this nation that hates the faith and all those associated with it. So you're going to just wake up and smell the coffee, baby, because you're part of it. So Esther says, okay, 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 I, okay. Tell you what, fa write this down now. I need you to go fast for three days and three nights for me and I and my maidens. Isn't, isn't it interesting? All those who are taking care of her. She said, I want all right them, around everybody around, around me going to do what I'm doing. See, uh, We will fast. We will pray. By the way, it's kind of interesting that in the scripture, if you look through the scripture, when crises intervention, when crises came, one of the greatest weapons against the crises, and one, one of the weapons that, that does this, doing this, whoop, turns that thing around. One of the things that, thing that does that is prayer and fasting. I'm uh, presenting this to you this morning, um, men and women, ladies and gentlemen, citizens, and ambassadors of the kingdom of God. I'm presenting this to you because there's some lives or some situations that you need to initiate a divine reversal. So she said, we're fasting, we're praying. And then, and then you, when, you read, when you read the Jewish account of this in the book called the Septuagint, it's, uh, oh my God. Here's what they say. Now, this is not in the, this is not, this information is not presented in the narrative in the scripture. But, the, but historically, here's what they say. She, she took ashes and dung. Poo. 
and smeared it over her. Her hair, her beautiful $200 hairdo. <laughs> Have mercy, Jesus. I'm sure it costs more than $200. She, 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 she messed herself up. She would smear this oil. They would put ashes. It's old, nasty, burnt ashes. But they ripped their clothes, put on raggedy clothes, put ashes on themselves, and smeared dung. And what they were saying by doing so is, this is what I, this is what I relate to because of the sin. You read the story, you realize that those who interceded or those who prayed for a divine turnaround had to first acknowledge the sin. So in her prayer, she talks to God. She says, we, we, we have sinned against you. And she's talking about her, even her forefathers. In the same way that, Mel, that Mordecai, he does the same thing. When you read about others who have been in this position of intercession, you see them acknowledging the sin of their past, their past, their family's past. Some of y'all sitting here right today, you got that, you, you still got that stench of the of the of the Lord have mercy. Of 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 of, of, of your of your forefathers. That thing comes down, it comes down the genetic line. And visits every third and fourth visits every nation. It's a visit. Some of you have had a visitation of that evil thing that runs down your family line. Some of you haven't gotten rid of it yet. Because you have not engaged in intercession. The Bible says she she it was really kind of drastic with the way they describe it. She starts praying, Lord have mercy, talking about the sins of what they've done and she identifies with their sin she, she says you know what and this is some, something that we, we have not dealt with in the church that you know what the, when God looks at the people of God it's not the same thing like Achan when Achan sinned God saw the whole nation as sinning because God put the authority on the leader and said to them I don't want one person to take one thing and that person decided to act like Vashti Oh, he's going to take the stuff and hide it in his tent. And, and they not only they were slaughtered and they lost the war, and Joshua's like, what's wrong? Oh, God, what's wrong? You promised me you had. God said, get up off your face. Quit talking to me. There's sin in this camp. God said, what? I said, get up and go find it what oh yeah he interviewed every went down every every tribe you 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 were you were you you oh, he, he, every one of them until he got to, until he got to whose household he got to Aiken's household and by the time that conviction was so heavy by the time they got to Aiken Aiken was probably like, oh God you know it was so heavy. I'm saying it this way to tell you that God looks at the corporate people. 
in the same way that he looks at the corporate church in America. That's why I said the church has been divided in America. One acts like Vashti and the other acts like, is, is the, the other is beginning to act like Esther. So now we're going to have to choose which camp you, you belong to. You, you, you know, you, if, if, if you're the Vashti, Vashti crowd, you think, okay, we good, I'm saved, all my sins are forgiven. <laughs> Blood been spilled, I'm cold. I got, some of you all, you still messed up over this. I got so much grace with your lying false definition of grace. I got so much grace on me. It's okay. I'm good. And here she is in the midst of this, in the highest position in the land, and, she, and God's looking at her, and frankly, God is going to move over all of his people based on what she does. Have mercy. Mordecai said, I'll get all my compassion. I'll get them to fast and pray. You fast and pray. You go in, Esther. Go ahead and... And she said, you know, she, she said, I'll do it. And then when, when I'm done, <clears throat> I will go into the king. And I wrote, I wrote it down right here, so I want you to get it, because some of you don't have this yet. <clears throat> that's, why you can't get a, that's why you can't get a reversal. So I want to give it to you so you can get it. Some of you can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> she said <clears throat> she said I'm going in check this out chapter 4 verse 16 assemble all the Jews who are found in Susa for, and fast for me. Don't eat, don't drink three days, three nights. I and my maidens will do the same thing. And after that, I will go in to the king, which is not according to the law. It's against the protocol. And if I perish, I want you to write that, highlight that right there. If I perish, I want to say this to you because some people don't, some people are not getting it because we are, we, are, we are at such a crucial hour in our history. Unless you're willing to put yourself in the position of perishing, you really can't fulfill what God has called you to be and do. If I perish, I perish. But I'm going in. If I perish, I perish, but I'm going to spend this favor. It, I, I, it might be the end of me, but what God has put upon me to get me here, I'm going to use every bit of it because I see the reason why he did it in the first place. I will spend it. Some of you, you know, you don't, you, you don't like to spend and once you get a little money, that's why you ain't, you ain't wealthy. You got a little money, you ain't, you won't let it go. You keep it. You hold on to it. And the longer you hold on to it, it can't flow. And if it can't flow, it can't grow. And that's why you, that's why you still where you are right now. Am I, am I right, brother, sister, sister, am I right? So the real dish, real dish, she said, I'm spending all, I'm spending all this. 
because it's for God, it's like I'm investing all of it. I might lose it all, but uh, at the poker table, I'm pushing all the chips in. And the Bible says she, after she, after she, after she did that, that check this out. I think this is important too because many of us are at this point right now. <clears throat> Look at chapter five. It says now it came back. Now it came about on the third day that Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace in front of the king's rooms. And the king was sitting on his royal throne in in the throne room opposite of the entrance. Yeah, she was there. He was there. And when the king saw Esther, when the king saw Esther, when the king saw Esther and the queen standing in the court she obtained favor in his sight and the king extended hello here's what I here's what I here's what I, what I didn't want you to miss look at verse 1 somebody read verse 1 of chapter 5 what does it say she did what she did what okay so I need to say this to you because some of us have missed this. Uh, we, we, we don't understand. If you're going to impact, if you're going to influence the very culture that God has sent you to, you need to go out and decide, I'm going to look the part. Are you there? This smacks at what I was doing the other day, talking about them dreadful dreads. I want to be clear because some people, you know, take offense to what I said. I don't want you to take offense. I really don't. Uh, 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 it's just that God don't like nasty and I don't either. So if it's nasty and caked and years of... Have you ever been somebody had dreads? You walk by, you go, what the... <laughs> and then, and then, 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 then and when they're smoking... What's that? Skunk. They're smoking skunk. It's all in their Okay, so I don't, I don't, please, because there are, there are dreads that are actually absolutely beautiful, awesome. But I'm talking about this, this spirit. This, y'all know what I'm talking about. I do want to, I want to say this to you because she put on her what? On her, she put on her royal robes. Why did she do that? You know, you got you, you to give honor to whom honor is due. And, and she, she, she gets it all. Put on whatever they have decorated you, whatever they have. You, you put that on and, and, and she comes in and uh, she says, this might be it, but I'm going. Because it's, it's about more than me. It's about everybody I represent. And she comes in to his presence. And the king, he loves her, saints. She spends that love, that favor well. God help you if you get to the place, when you are in the place of influence and you don't spend it because you think you're going to protect yourself. God help you if you don't say what needs to be said in the midst of that situation because you don't want to be disliked. God help you. God empower you to be able to represent when it's time for you to represent. Can I say this to you? The only reason why God would give you favor and promotion and increase is not for you. I can prove it. 
He said, Abraham, I'm going to make you rich. I'm going to bless you. So, I'm going to bless you, Abraham. So, Lord, I ain't got nobody to read the Bible. I have nobody, Father, who reads the Bible. Why did God say, I'm going to bless you so that? Tell your neighbor, tell your, inform your neighbor because they don't know that. Like, tell your neighbor, God is not blessing you for you. God blesses you so that everybody else around you can be blessed. All the folks that's with me have everything they need. <laughs> bless me, bless me, bless me, God, indeed. We won the victory. Bless me, bless me. So that all the folks around me, everything they need. Don't worry, it's my, it's my kind of my internal theme song. You ain't got that one yet? Really? I'll send it to you today. Hey, Chris, make sure you get that. We get that late. Chris, Chris, get it ready. Yes, crisscross, make you want to jump. Amen. Look, intercession means intermediary. It means mediate. Intercession is coming between the two. Uh, may, I, may, I, uh, may I borrow thee for a second? Yeah, hey, stand here. May I borrow thee? Stand here. Yeah, now these two have something as they face each other these two have something they don't they do not like each other they got a problem they got they got a crop they got a problem they got stuff between them they got generational stuff between them they got family stuff between them you know they got women women between them and they don't like each other and 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 unless something happened we're gonna have a war Intercession, wow, is not prayer. There is intercessory prayer, but prayer does not mean intercession. Intercession is intercession. Prayer is prayer. Are you there? Prayer becomes intercessory prayer when it does a certain thing. But what is intercession? Intercession is coming a little closer, like you know, like your chest to chest, like you know, like you know, you know your head, you know. You know, you no, no, you, be, you know how look, you know, that funk look at each other. You know, like, oh, okay. you, like, you, like you, know yeah, push me, push me. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I'm trying to help you with my illustrated message here today. That's what I'm talking. <laughs> intercession is when, intercession is when somebody gets between them. Do you understand me? That's actually the definition of the word. It gets between. We get between two opposing, two opposing. And, and by the way, the intercessor ain't scared of his power, ain't scared of his power. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And most of the body of Christ, you don't, you, you're too busy being one of them. That's why I don't have the team jersey on today. I got the referee jersey on today.
I need to help you. I need to help you understand that today, when today's over, and when the when the when the when the dirty birds have whipped the the ants, when the, oh, you get in trouble right now. <laughs> forgive me, Eddie. Forgive me. <laughs> you need to know. That underneath that red and black jersey, underneath that, 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 underneath that, that gold and, and black jersey, there needs to be, a, there needs to be a, a, a jersey of one who's of the kingdom of God. You come to bring, to turn everything around. And when you step in between, when you t step in between two opposing forces, you do so with the purpose of removing, check it out, removing the hatred from them so they are no longer adverse to each other, but now they are friends with each other. Are you there, saints? Or another way to say it is if you get in between, a per listen, when a person is on the... When a person is on their way to hell and you move in the ministry of intercession, you get in front of them yes, yes, yes. to keep them from destruction. When men are separated from God, I said, when men and women are separated from God, how does God turn it around? I'll tell you how he turns it around. He turns it around with the power of intercession. So what Esther does, she puts herself on the line. And God honors her because she honored God. She honored God privately. And then, by the way, if you don't honor him privately, you're going to be shamed publicly. Tell your neighbor what I said. Give it to him right now. Give it to him. You're gonna be shamed. Thank you. You 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 gotta honor God privately because it's that private purity that gives you that public. Tell your man what I said. Private purity will give you that public power. Find somebody else looking right in their face. If you're privately pure with God, He'll make you publicly powerful. That's why it matters. It matters the way you live. It matters the way you talk to each other. It matters the way you're married. It, mar it matters the way you parent your kids. It matters the way you go to work. It matters what you do at your job. It matters what you do in your bedroom. It matters what you do in your bathroom. It matters. If God can give you favor because you're privately belong to him he can trust you with power when he puts you in the public because he knows you're going to do right he knows you're not going to back up he knows you're not going to act a fool he knows you're not going to play the race card he knows you're going to represent his kingdom this is awesome saints it's a word of the Lord I actually uh, the Lord gave me a double confirmation of this series and direction just, just this week. And two of the most respected men of God that I know 
both of them began preaching about Esther. And they were preaching it in the same way. Who is she for us today? Her is us. She is us. I didn't say they is us. I said she is us. I used the appropriate pronoun. And by the way, all of you messing with that, you don't have a right to change the king's English. You don't have authority to change the king's English because of your little petty feelings. I'm sorry. It don't play. It don't work. And we ain't yielding to it. Will you make me feel so bad? Make me feel so insignificant because you didn't call me they. You ain't a they. You a he. How I know you a he. I know you got a skirt on, but you a he. I, I, I don't, don't go there, Flynn. Okay. So she comes into the king. The king who loves her says, Esther, what is your request? Up to half my kingdom, I'll give it to you. She's spending that for She's acted in such a way she could have anything she wanted. She just wasn't sure because the king didn't know she was a Jew. Now I know he loved me, but is he going to love me after I tell him the truth? Well, whether he loved me or not, he going to find out the person he loved is a Jew. Can I put it another way? The person he loved belongs to God. He said, what you want? He said, uh, he said, king, oh king, I want you to come to a banquet. Now, she's going to walk in and interrupt all the international affairs to say, I need to come to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and what, read the text. And what's so crazy about it, that's just the first dinner. That ain't the real one. And the king is like, well, Esther, anything you want. I want you to come and I want you to eat. Esther, you came in here and broke, broke protocol, put your life in danger and to tell me that it's time, it's time to eat. You, 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 you trying to tell me it's time to eat? Yeah, yes, king, would you please? He says, okay. <laughs> and bring Haman with you. And some of you have not, you, 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 you Some of you trying to slap Haman yourself. You don't need to slap Haman. Bring him with you. Invite him right on up in there. Serve him and watch God give you the victory. Because whomever you serve, you get authority over. I said, whoever you serve, you get. That's why when you're in a position in your job, you're there to serve. Who do you serve? Serve those that are over you. Why? Because when you serve them, God will give you power with them. That's why you don't talk nasty. You don't talk about them behind their back. You don't cuss them out. You don't, no, you don't have one, you, you don't, you're not two-faced. You're one way with them in the presence and one way with them. No, you, 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 you understand. I work, I go to work. I work as unto the Lord and he's watching me and he's giving me favor and he's putting me in a position where I can make a difference and I can bring reversals in this situation. And so she says, bring him. King said, Haman, yeah, yeah bring him. 
Haman like that. <laughs> really? You go here. I get to go. I get to go to the bank. I get to go to the bank. Oh, God. He go home and tell all his people, the queen herself has invited me to the bank. Only the king and me and the queen. And on his way home, he sees Mordecai. Because God has always got that thing set up. He sees Mordecai. He's so mad. He's doing real good. He, he can't even rejoice over the fact that he's been invited. He can't rejoice because he hates Mordecai. So, by the way, hatred will spoil everything else in your life. Hatred will spoil all the good things in your life. He, he goes home and tells his, he, he, he's rehearsing it to his, oh, I got to give you this, this, look, almost got it. This, I got to give you this marriage thing I, I promised to give today. Check this out. Uh, uh, verse 9. Then Haman went out that day, glad and pleased in heart. But when, ha when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, oh man. And he didn't even stand up and didn't even tremble before him. Haman was so old he didn't know what to do. Are you there? Look at verse 14. Hear ye, hear ye, all that are married, gonna be married, been, ma been married. Then Zeresh his wife, Haman's wife. Whose wife? Haman's wife. And all his friends said to him, man, have, build some, if you hate that boy, build some gallows. Make them 50 foot high, 50 cubits. That's, that's tall. May, and, and in the morning, ask the king to have Mordecai hanged on it. Then go with, joyfully with the king to the banquet. And boy, that dumb Haman listened to that. He listened to that dumb request. See, when your heart ain't right, you'll hear foolishness. From the people that are closest to you. By the way, all men, careful who you marry. It may determine your destiny in the days to come. I ain't. Hello, testing one, two, three. Because she told him, she signed his death warrant with her advice. <laughs> Haman said, oh, that's a great idea, baby. <laughs> and they built 50. Now, how, somebody find out how tall is a cubit. No, no, how tall is a cubit? One cubit. How, how, how tall is a cubic in inches? 75, a cubit is what? Say it again. Pardon me. Thank you very much. 18 inches. Multiply 18 times 50. So that gallow was 75 feet tall. Everybody could see it. Oh, dumb Haman, he, he, he just so mad. So he decides, okay, I'm cool, I'm cool. We, I got my plot is cool. I got favor with the queen. I got favor with the king. Unfortunately, he didn't have favor with the king of kings. Well, I got favor and, uh, and, and, and uh, I got favor and, uh, uh, and, and I'm the right flavor. And, uh, and I want all y'all to savor that. <laughs> he, he, he ready. Okay, so here's what you need to know. 
you need to understand that favor is, is by God's timing. Favor is according to the season and timing. In the scripture, it refers to the set time of God's favor. So favor is on you for a reason. You better wake up and figure out why is this favor on me? What is, what is it that the assignment God wants me to do with this favor? What am I to do? Who am I to help? Who am I to save? Who am I to come between? What reversal am I supposed to spear because this favor is on me? That's why I call you as the body of Christ to wake up and smell the coffee. Because this season we're in right now, God's favor is being dispelled over the body of Christ and we are all in position. Is it in your home? Is it your marriage? Is it your job? Is it your community? In fact, one of the things that God wants to break off the church is the lie that the church should have no political involvement. Have you lost your mind? Oh, you haven't read the scripture. You have not realized how many of men of God, women of God spoke directly to the political system. Oh, you, you didn't read the scripture. When Jesus said, you tell Herod that fox. What? I was about to get in trouble, but I don't want to be censured just yet. I want to pick my time when they censure me. By the way, that the little silence you got right here, right behind right now, that's because we have been programmed to believe that you do well to stay in your building, worship and praise God like we did today, but don't take any of it out. Don't have a political opinion. Don't voice your political opinion. Don't vote. Yeah, that's, that's worldly stuff. I ain't got to vote. Have you lost your mind? We are where we are right now because of our irresponsibility. We didn't learn who, who believed in what. We didn't take the time. All we wanted to care about is how much money I'm bringing home. And how much I pay for gas. But the church has been called in this world. By the way, this world, world, world systems. This is why the ministry of intercession is so important. Because every single one of you hear me today, that see me and that hear me today, you as the church of Jesus Christ bear responsibility for this culture. By the way, I, I knew that I knew would I knew would get damp when I, so I'm, I'm gonna say it anyway. If we lose the vote, we lose it all. If we lose the right to vote freely and honestly, we lose it all. It's just that you 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 had not lived in a time, nor a nation, nor a culture, where it, an abiding regime has control. We're right there. We're right there. In, in fact, I, 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 the Lord was speaking to me about this. I was uh, confirming it with Tiffany the other day. That I, I'm going to formulate a ministry within this church 
that centers in on what are the issues that we need to be aware of. I'm going to bring to you the information so you know, so you exercise your right to vote. And please don't vote your color. Esther didn't vote her color. She voted what God wanted. I don't have the time today because I'd, I'd fringe upon it more than I want to. It would blow your mind for me to pick out from the scripture the political issues that are discussed clearly in the Old and New Testament. It seems disguised just because it doesn't use the word political. It's all through the scripture. How the church suffers when we don't, when we don't add it up to our responsibility. Yeah, I know. So I didn't want to be bothered with all that. I know, but if you're living and breathing in this nation, you're going to be bothered. You're already paying three times at the, at the pump. And you're scared to get an electric car. So what about this intercession? Let's close with this. What Esther does, she, she takes on the responsibility of the favor put upon her by God and she moves into danger. She risks it all and she spends the favor God gives her for the purpose of his kingdom and what is right. She comes into the king and she doesn't tell him, she doesn't let go the, she doesn't tell all the situation right away. What she does, she lures the enemy into position so he can be destroyed. And that's what I want to pick up with next week. But what I want you to walk away with today, the question, whose intercessor are you? And for what has the Lord called you to intercede? What has he called you to get between? Did you not know you have power and authority with God? What reversal has the Lord called you to turn around? In whose life? Have, have you not thought that God is waiting for you and I to enter into that, that divine place between heaven and earth so that thy kingdom, your will be done, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven so that what's going on in heaven may come to the earth we become those connectors with the power of God working over the lives of men and women waking them up turning them around delivering them even your own families okay so here's what I want you to do Yes, as you bow your heads, I want you to consider where have, where are you in league with your enemy who hates you? What have you tolerated in your life that is against God? What is it that you, that you, 
it makes you side with God's enemy. And here you are, God's friend. To be able to acknowledge that and to say, Lord, Lord, forgive me and cleanse me from this. I want to tell you something. When the Lord sees it and hears it, and God was listening and the angels were watching as Mordecai, his company of, of trusted cohorts together, the, the community that he could pull together praying for, praying for her intercession going on for, for Esther, for Hadassah, praying for her that God would give her favor and that God would cause her to spend that favor to turn everything around. And she comes into the king and she says, Oh king, it is for my life that I petition you today. Can you imagine what the king said? For your life. Then she has to tell him who she is. What is it that you must be going before the king of kings? On, who, on whose behalf has the Lord called you to intercede? I mean, until they turn. discover power you didn't know you had I think others of you you're going to find the joy like you never found when the Lord allows you to step into that place of, 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 of being the in between of the wrath of God and, the, and instead the mercy and the grace of God you're going to be the one that decides because of your prayers and when they choose God will put grace and mercy on them turning it all around for some of you it's on your job some of you in your, in your marriage some of you in your home but as your heads are bowed I want you to pray and I want you to ask the Lord because some of us we we still you know, we got, we're under new management but we didn't take the old signs down King of Kings has come to live in your heart, but on the outside you still look like that old you still look that like that old gay bar. You still carrying yourself like that old raunchiness. And the Lord said, "I want you to if you got a new if you're under if you're under new management, then I want you to put up a new sign." And I want you to stand for what is right. Come on, talk to God right now. Because some of you need to ask the Lord not only to forgive you, but to release you. Release you from the pains of being tied to that which is displeasing to him. Others of you need to repent from not wanting to spend that favor. take a risk talk about changing everything amen may God give you awesome increasing ever increasing fruit because you decide 
I will intervene. I will intercede. I'll be Christ for them. Lord, I thank you for this. I praise you for this. I thank you for the empowerment to do so, even as your Holy Spirit was upon us today in worship. Even let your Holy Spirit be upon us for intercession. I thank you, Heavenly Father. We accept our assignment. We're not afraid. We're not ashamed. In Jesus' name, thank you. Amen.